Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Foul Balls podcast for Friday, March 9th. And on this episode of the Foul Balls podcast, we will be previewing tomorrow's English Premier League slate. And as always, I am joined with my co-host, Rob. Hey, Rob. How was your week this week? My week was very exciting. I'm about to get that snowstorm that everyone else has been dealing with, so I'm just bunkering down, waiting for that to happen. Oh, man. That storm was a pussy one. There wasn't really much going on in New York City, but I think the outskirts of New York City got hammered a little bit. People lost some power and bugged out a little bit. But, anyways, let's preview this English Premier League season, and it looks like a good one. It looks like a good one. We don't have any overwhelming favorites, a.k.a. Man City or Liverpool, and Chelsea is the highest favorite. Um, they are the 12-30 game. They're playing at home against Crystal Palace. As always, let's start with goalkeeper and take it away, Rob. What's your takes at goalkeeper? Sounds good. First thing first this week, pay Chelsea. Do yourself a huge favor. Don't get involved with these guys' as late game. few reasons. One, they're way too expensive. Two, we have no idea who's starting. And three, we have no idea how long whoever's starting is going to play. So those are three really solid reasons to fade Chelsea. And we'll touch on each of them as we go on first we can start with Courtois he's just too expensive he's not even a good goalie at the moment anyways paying 6k is never a good idea paying 6k for Courtois is a bad idea uh, that can be equally followed up just as quickly by Jordan Pickford and Everton. Everton have been an absolute joke the past few slates. Uh, there's no real reason to pay 5.2K for Everton, especially against Brighton, uh, who have been one of the hotter teams in the league as of late. So Everton may be home. Don't let that really scare you. Uh, they, they just haven't been playing very good footy as of late, and there's not a lot of targets. So uh, Pickford's another easy fade. Uh, but going down, really, there isn't a whole lot of keepers I'm I'm liking until I get to the 4.9K range where we get to the Newcastle-Southampton game. The chances of this game scoring a lot of goals is really, really slow. Like, it's low. It's not going to happen. Uh, neither of these teams have a massive... Uh, attacking output so I don't have any issue with either keeper uh, whether it be Dubraco or McCarthy and since they're uh, so similarly priced you can very easily rotate them in and out. Now obviously in GPP with McCarthy you want to go full blown with both Bertrand Suarez but uh, for the time being uh, I have no issue in uh, for either in cash excuse me and uh, rotating either of them uh, in or out in your cash card because uh, they both have very similar projections this week. I really like Nick Pope and Burnley uh, for only 4.4K. I think he's an excellent play. I really like Fabanski on Swansea uh, for 4.5K. I think he's a brilliant play, too. Um, I, ha- I have no interest in Smichael whatsoever, despite him playing West Brom. That's not something I'm looking to touch on. And Wayne Hennessy has been absolutely brutal uh, the last few slates now. That isn't to say that he goes out and finds a result against Chelsea, but he can do that by finishing 4 or 5, and even from 3.6. That's that's not good enough, really, to get done in either format this slate. Uh, there's, there's not a lot of ceilings to go around, so we're going to be searching for a lot of floor, and uh, that doesn't uh, really uh, react to so well to keeper in GPP because you're going to need to have that one keeper that goes off. And uh, if I had to think of one that I really like, it's going to be Nick Pope for Burnley. I think he uh, is one guy, but really my all-around top keeper play this slate is absolutely Matt Ryan uh, on Brighton. I think Brighton are massively underpriced this slate. is only 4.3K for Matt Ryan. He's been excellent as of late. Brighton have been excellent as of late. I don't like the fact that they're away. 
But uh, Matt Ryan is proving himself more than capable. Finishing positive against teams, he should be finishing negative against. Uh, he has a pretty decent floor. Uh, 4.3 is really the key there for me, though. I like his salary, especially with all the expensive keepers kind of being duds for me. Uh, so uh, I'll be using a lot of uh, Matt Ryan as one-offs. But that's really my uh, keeper takes. Awesome. Um, yeah, I agree with you for everything you said about Chelsea. But I'm surprised you didn't mention the keeper that's going against Chelsea as one of the keepers you like, because that's the only keeper I like. No, I can't stand Wayne Hennessy. I can't look him in the eyes in any of his pictures. Uh, he, as I, uh, I talked about in my article, he's uh, spectacularly bad. He always finds a way to have like the most world-class goal scored against him. He's, he's literally made a career out of being posterized. So uh, I'm not too interested in taking that, despite, uh, I think, Crystal Palace are probably going to get a result out of the game. All right. All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> I, I I just I think the price tag on Wayne Hennessy, you know, he's going to see a ton of shots. And um, I think they've, you know, Chelsea hasn't been scoring a lot of goals lately. And 3,600 is, I think he can, you know, pay off his salary just in season long, regardless of if he lets up a goal or two. Anyways, I usually at goalie, I I it's the last position I fill. It's whatever you know, keeper fits the bill, and that's how I go about my goalie. So let's take it to defense. And who do you like targeting at defense, Rob? Defense is really ugly this week. I'm not a fan whatsoever, especially again whenever it's Chelsea at the top. Uh, Cresswell is probably going to play center back, and he got an assist last late. So of course the salary is not going to drop after that. I think Bertrand and Suarez are both uh, interesting plays. I really like Suarez and Cash against Newcastle, but uh, in truth, I think they're both really useful in GPP stacking with McCarthy. Uh, their ceiling is just really high. Their ownership's going to be really low. When you look at their salaries, not a lot of people's going to be quick to click on all three of these guys. So uh, we just have to remember this slate that if you ignore the Chelsea guys for 11 and 10Ks, then everything else is really accessible, especially you can stack three, uh, two defenders at over 5K and a keeper uh, at nearly 5K, and you'll still be able to afford basically whatever else you want. Uh, so I have no issue with either of those guys uh, in terms of the higher the higher salaries. Uh, once you get down lower, there isn't like the, there isn't a whole lot I really like this week in defense. Uh, I, I don't mind Harrisagong on uh, Huddersfield. Uh, I think he makes a pretty smart play, 4,500. Uh, I think Patrick, uh, or excuse me, Van Anholt on uh, Crystal Palace is probably my favorite defender play of the entire slate. Uh, that goes without even saying that I think Palace will do something in this game. He's been excellent the last few slates against teams he has no right really being good against like uh, Spurs and Man United he's shown he has an excellent floor uh, 4.3k I have absolutely no issue with that despite him playing for Palace despite him playing against Chelsea um, Olsen on Swansea again it's I'm not really psyched about him but if you give me a guy with five crosses against Huddersfield I think one of them may count here in cash this late. See what happens. So I'm not in incredibly like excited about him. 
Uh, Stephen Ward on Burnley is someone I'm considering at only 4.2K. I think he's a really interesting play. Uh, the Brighton wing backs, wherever they may end up being, I think are really interesting plays. Uh, Bong, uh, I really hope Bruno gets the start for Brighton as a wing back. I think that would be really fun getting him down at like the 3.5K range. Uh, but really, other than that, there isn't too many other defenders that really have caught my eye. Uh, uh, Van Anholt's going to be my dominant defender play this late for sure. All right. Um, I, I agree with you on the most part. I, I, I also am not a fan of defense. No one expensive is definitely a target. Uh, was something we talked about earlier before we went on is the status of James Ward-Prowse. If he's out, I think both Suarez and you know Bertrand become in play. They both had monster games last weekend when um, uh, what's James Ward-Prowse was out. So if I'm not paying fifty five hundred for Bertrand, I um, I will definitely just. I think it's just going to be around what fits. Or like who correlates best with what teams I'm using as my middies in attack. Uh, you mentioned Olsen. I think he's safe, and I think Matt Matthew Lawton is also you know a pretty safe bet at 4100. Uh, there's just really nothing to get excited about at defense. So with that being said, let's move on to midfield and attacking, where the majority of the points come from in your lineups, and what teams are you targeting and why, Rob. Um, yeah, not Chelsea. So the, the main reason is that, like, uh, like I said, they've been waiting since that messy goal for this game coming up in the midweek. And they've literally every second have dedicated thinking towards that moment. And that's why they've lost as many games in the last five games as they have in their past 30 before these five games. So like, uh, I think Chelsea are just an easy DFS fade. Can they go out and do it? Can Willen go out and do it? Absolutely. He probably will go out and score two goals in 20 minutes and completely break the slate for anyone who doesn't have him. But at the same time, I'd rather take my chance in Riyad Mahrez and Leicester, who are easily by far 100% the team I'm targeting this week. Uh, no question. Even considering going pretty heavy on them in cash. Uh, starting Mahrez is a great play. Uh, Johan Berg-Goodmanson is my uh, number three play of this, this entire slate. I think he's absolutely brilliant play at 8.5K. I have no issue putting him up front. Uh, West Hammer without Winston Reed, they're going to be an absolute mess. And I'm not saying this just because from the top of my head. They got like two years worth of Winston Reed missing important games and then letting on average two goals in every game. And that's not a hyperbole. That's like a base stat, uh, two goals a game when Winston Reed doesn't play for them. So I'm expecting Burnley to get their normal 2-1 win against West Ham and Johan Berg Goodmanson to have his hand in both the goals. Uh, conversely, I think Arnovic is going to score the goal for West Ham. So I don't really have too many issues playing uh, Ar- Arnovic. Uh, he's probably going to finish like 16 to 18, which isn't amazing, but it's more than good enough to win you a GPP. Uh, James Ward-Prowse, I think, is a really great play. Uh, I think this is going to be his week where he'll score a goal if he ends up starting. No one's going to be on him, and everyone is starting to realize that 8K salary is too much, so they're going to be avoiding that. Uh, so I like uh, James Ward-Press a lot in GPP if he happens to start. 
Uh, Brighton's one of my top plays uh, all around either format this late. Uh, 7.8K is just really accessible. He probably has the same floor as uh, Mares, maybe a little bit less of a floor than Mares, but that salary is, discount is massive, absolutely huge uh, on Albrighton. So uh, I have no issue just rolling with Albrighton either format. Uh, Pasco Grobe isn't getting enough minutes for me, but I still want to use him, especially in cash. Putting him up front with Johan Berggudemson seems like a good idea, but his minutes are really tough, so I'm just not 100% sold on that. Um, I don't mind Pritchard on Huddersfield. Uh, I don't mind Brunt in cash for Brom if you want to go a different way altogether. Uh, but generally speaking here, my top midfield play of the slate is going to be Aaron Townsend on Crystal Palace. Uh, I think he's, other than who I'm going to gush about here in a couple minutes, I think Aaron Townsend's probably the smartest player this slate. He's literally the only Palace player healthy who's seen a consistent amount of 90 minutes this season. So, like, uh, at only 5.8K, you can put him up front with uh, Johan Berggudemson in cash, and it's going to be absolutely brilliant, honestly. I think both those two uh, should finish very close to 20 this slate. And from 5.8K, that's a steal. Uh, Van Lepar and Huddersfield is really interesting. If Redmond starts for Southampton, he becomes interesting. Uh, Key uh, on Swansea is one of my top plays again this slate. Uh, like you've been going on about, uh, to my demise, Key has been tearing it up with Swansea here. And uh, I'm not missing out on him anymore. And I still think he's in a place where people will be able to get a handle on him. Uh, without really realizing much past, he's on Swansea and not wanting to touch him. So I like Key a lot. But uh, as you go down, there's really only one more that I'm half interested in. It's Aaron Lennon on Burnley. I don't mind him in GPP this slate. I think he could represent a really sneaky play for Burnley at only 4.4K. Uh, you get a goal from that, and you're absolutely set. But uh, maybe James MacArthur and Palace. Other than that, I really don't have any midfielder takes. Yep, we basically covered it all. I mean, you took up basically all my thoughts. I think, you know, for the most part, our interests are definitely aligned this week. I'm not on Chelsea at all. I'm going to be living in the mid-range. I think Leicester's in a great matchup, too. And the majority of, you know, my lineup construction is going to build on the status of James Ward-Prowse because if he's out, I think, you know, Southampton has a lot of good value. And Berg Goodmanson, the guy I was going to mention in the forward spot, I like to pair him with, you know, the guy that... I'll let you mention when we go to move the forwards in a bit, but for the most part, you know, our interests are definitely aligned. So let's go to forward. Half forward, um, you know, as always, I like to play the majority of, my, I like to fill the forward spot with the guys that are flexible. And the guy right now that catches my eye is Nathan Redmond. This all hinges on Ward Prowse. Um, Rob thinks he's going to play. I truly don't even, you know, don't have any idea, but Redmond had 16 crosses last week, um, and Southampton as a team sent in 44 crosses, which was insane, and they find themselves in another plus matchup at Newcastle. If Ward passes out, you can expect you know Redmond to be heavily involved in the attack. 5,900 is way too cheap for a guy of his ceiling. He's a very strong play I like, and... Solomon Rondon is another guy I like. He's at home against Leicester. Um, there's nothing really, you know, to point out here. It's just a home forward against, uh, you know, a mediocre defense. 
And West Brom is all built around crossing the ball to Rondon, and he usually scores the majority of his goals at home. 5,300, you know, it's a boom-bust play. There virtually is no floor in Rondon, but the ceiling, you know, could be a hat trick. So I think this is a good time to fire him up in a couple GPPs. What about you, Rob? Yeah, I'll say a couple things really quickly here first. First thing, um, if you choose to fade William this week and he ends up not starting, you basically won instantly. All you need is everyone to finish in double digits, and you're winning pretty decent money this late because a lot of people just blindly are going to click Williams without even thinking that they play Barcelona in a few days. So um, if he doesn't start and you faded, William, congratulations. I hope you enjoy uh, your winnings this late. But, uh, yeah, in terms of uh, the forwards, there's really one guy I've been waiting the entire week to talk about, and it's the Jamie Vardy party time, everyone. Uh, it's, it's He's going to get two goals this slate. I'm incredibly excited to take him. Uh, if Brown come out and shut out Leicester, I am going to cry all over the place because I'm definitely playing Vardy at around 80% exposure. I think a lot of people are going to go to Mara's first and then Albright second and completely forget Jamie Vardy. Uh, he's got three straight goals and three straight away trips to Brown, and each one of them have been winning goals. Leicester have the second worst defensive away record in the league. They only got two CS bonuses all season away. Both of them are zero zero draws. Um, so therefore my theory is that if Lester's gonna let in a goal, they're gonna have to score two to win. And uh, if they have to score two to win, I think Vardy can very easily steal the entire slate uh, from only 7.6K. I think he's an absolute steal this slate. I'm going to be going way overboard on Jamie Vardy. So cue the Brom stacks. Uh, make sure to have some backup Brom stacks because clearly uh, I'm, I'm way too excited about Jamie Vardy uh, this slate. I think he, he even has a chance at a hat-trick. Uh, and I don't really think I can say that about too many other players this slate. I really like Brighton an awful lot. Uh, I think Glenn Murray has a great shot at a goal. Uh, really, uh, I'm not too keen on him finishing more than like a couple points over a goal. But uh, this slate, that may be all you need. Uh, there's a couple guys right around the 5.5K range I'm really into, just like Nathan Redmond. I think Ashley Barnes is a brilliant play on Burnley. Uh, he's on fire as of late. Uh, really putting out some peripheral stats that help uh, get some really good floor up there. I'm not entirely set on them in, in cash, but uh, I can think of worse people, that's for sure. So Ashley Barron's at 5.7K is definitely someone you should be looking to get into some of your cards uh, because Burnley should sneak something here. Uh, I think Abraham, if he ends up getting the start with the AU brothers uh, up front for Swansea, is an absolute steal at 5.6K. Uh, he, he's definitely going to see some of my cards. Swansea are just playing out of their minds as of late, like legitimately out of their minds. So uh, I'm looking to jump on the Swansea train until it comes to a screeching halt. And if uh, it continues as it has, Boney's out hurt. Abraham won't have many people to come on for him. So I'm looking at that at 5.6K. I like Esquerdo and Brighton an awful lot. Again, I just really like Brighton. But... Uh, my one guy that uh, I, I don't want to talk about 
but I got to talk about because it's going to happen and we're going to be watching it at the 130 game and Christian Matek is going to score a goal and he's going to send me to the king of the pitch. Uh, so I'm just going to talk about it now and get it over with. I really don't want it to happen, but only 4.4K. You just need the ball to smash off his face once and go into the net. House are so hurt right now that like, the, it's just like literally slim picking. So if anything's going to happen, it's probably going to come off of Townsend to Ben Teke stack. And that's what I'm going to be shooting for in uh, a couple of GPPs of Slade, as gross as it is. And like, it's either that or, or Rondon. And if you're making me choose between Ben Teke and Rondon, at least Ben Teke is going to steal some penalty shots from people and may score on them. So let's see what happens. Let's roll the dice with Ben Teke this week. Chelsea have been absolutely garbage. Uh, and uh, I just like where they're, where uh, Palace is going in terms of a, a GPP result this slate. But, uh, yeah, that is my forward takes. All right, there you have it, everyone. Um, basically, the point we were trying to make is fade Chelsea in this podcast. So we are done here, and we will be back next week. I think next week we also have Champions League next weekend. Hopefully we can um, get you, you know, something on Monday or Tuesday for the Tuesday slate. But for now, hope this information pans out for tomorrow, and we will be back next weekend. Have fun, everyone. Jamie Vardy. <laughs> Go, Jamie Vardy. <laughs> <laughs>